It's time for Going Lowbrow, created by Jake Rosario and Eddie Gray. What's this? It's mid-afternoon, and the whole town of Dinderwald seems to have gathered at the train station. Above the crowd, a huge banner reads, Welcome Home, and a brass band is getting ready to play. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jerry. The train hasn't arrived yet. But look, here come Charlie and Gabriel. They're shoving past the crowd toward the edge of the platform. Come on, Gabriel, hurry. I want to be up front. I hate crowds. Oh, Jesus, some little kid's got his oversized lollipop stuck to my jacket. Hey, this old geezer's taken my lollipop. Finders keepers, brat. <laughs> Come on, Gabriel. <laughs> my lolly. <laughs> the train's coming. Mayor, Mayor, quick. Strike up the band! Okay, boys! On the count of three! Out of the way, morons! All salam, folks! All salam! <laughs> Charlie, that was the third string of boxcars we've fanfared into town. And my approval ratings are already in the toilet. Now that's what democracy gets you. Can we go home now? He's clearly decided not to show up. He'll show. Just you wait. Isn't this all a bit much? Brass bands and streamers just to welcome home some small town schlub who made it in the big city. Big deal. It's not like he's royalty. He's better than royalty. He's a matinee idol. And for your information, Kenzo Ishihara is a big deal. Sure, when I knew him, he was just a darky kid who liked to collect playbills. But look at him now. He's the greatest dramatic actor in all the kingdoms. So it's acting you want, is it? Well, look no further. Excuse me! Excuse me, everyone! Gabriel, what are you doing? A horse. My kingdom! Hey! Hey! Luke! Gabriel! This one's slowing down! What is it this time? A bunch of freight-hopping hobos? The doors are opening. It's him! It's him! It's Kenzo! Okay, okay. Settle down, folks. Settle down. As the newly elected mayor of Dinderwald, I would like to welcome back our native son, Kenzo Ishihara. Welcome home, Kenzo! Thank you, thank you, thank you! The bright lights of the big city are a thrilling distraction, and yet my heart still longs for the gentle splendors of home and all the little people I've left behind. That's us! He's talking about us! Oh, brother. As you know, I shall be premiering a new murder mystery play right here in your very own Dinderwald Community Theatre, where I first began my career. I, of course, shall play the starring role, the enigmatic Inspector Gregoire Delacroix. 
As for the supporting parts, well, hold on to your butts. Auditions are first thing tomorrow morning. Oh. Be there. Okay, okay. Shut up. Now, for those of you chomping at the bit to see me perform again, here's a little taste of my acting chops. <coughs> a horse. A horse? My kingdom for a horse. Thank you. Hey, you prick! You stole my bit! I beg your pardon? And just who are you? Who am I? Who am I, he says. Tell the man who I am, Charlie. Of course. Uh, who are you? There you have it. I'm... Oh, that's right, I'm nobody. Why, as I live and breathe, could that be Charlie Legaspi? You remember me. How can I forget? Captain of the football team, homecoming hero, Charlie the Champ Legaspi. Isn't that what they used to call you? Back in high school, maybe, but that was a long time ago. You're the homecoming hero now. Very true. Now, what are you doing right now? We must catch up. Cocktails. Shall we do cocktails? You just have to try an aviation. Fun fact. It isn't named after Howard Hughes. I should know. I met Howie in Vegas last year. Of course, it was hard talking to him, what with him being sealed in that giant Tupperware box filled with barbicide. Is Bertie's Lounge still open? Say you'll join me. Of course, I'd love to. It's just... I sort of dragged Gabriel to this whole welcome thing. I wouldn't want to just leave him here. Can he come too? Gabriel? Who's Gabriel? I am. I see. But of course he can join us, Charlie. You know the old saying. Three's a crowd. What? Oh, silly me. I meant the more the merrier. Charlie, do you mean to tell me we've a Michelin star restaurant in town and we've been eating at Fat Burger? Oh, never mind. Let's just get a table. Where is the Mater D? Are you sure we should leave Kenzo out there with that rabid pack of autograph hounds? Maybe we should go rescue him. Rescue him? He's been prattling on at them for 20 minutes about his golf game with Irving Thalberg. Who's going to rescue them? Oh, it's dead classy in here. Waiters with bow ties. More forks than you can scratch your ass with. And just look at those plates. They're so clean you could eat off of them. You think Kenzo will foot the bill? I can pay for us. You know, we don't need Kenzo to go to a place like this. In fact, maybe next time we could... Just the two of us? That is... I mean... Oh, how long do you have to wait to get seated in this dump? <clears throat> how may I help you? Obviously, we want a table. Oh, do you? Well, too bad. We're fully booked. At quarter past four? On a Tuesday? With the entire town at the train station? There's an all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet down the road. I'm sure you'd feel more comfortable there. Oh, I'm plenty comfortable here. 
I command you to find me a seat. Ooh, I'll find you a seat, all right. Right out on the blacktop. Frankie, toss this loser outside. With pleasure. Oh, Frankie, touch my pal and you'll be sorry. Oh, yeah? Hey, uh, get your grubby paws off me, goon. I warned you. <coughs> Frankie, get up. Why, he's out cold. I'll call the police. I'll call the police. Charlie, you're wonderful. That was wonderful. I mean, thank you. Come on, we're better 23 skidoo before the 5-0 show up. 10-4. You've got me doing it. Sorry to keep you waiting. What on earth is going on here? Mr. Ishihara. Oh, Mr. Ishihara. What a delight. Welcome to Bertie's Lounge. I'm Bertie. How many in your party tonight? Three, of course. Me, Kenzo Ishihara, and my two friends here. Where? He means us, Tumbleweed. You? Your friends with... Oh, God! Well, what about our table? Of course! Right here, gentlemen. The best in the house. Luke, the flowers on the table aren't plastic. Let me pull out your seat, Mr. Ishihara. There you are. And what about my seat? Right over there. Can't you see it? Okay, what would everyone like to drink? Well, I could rarely go for a... Please, Mr. Ishihara first. What does it matter who goes first? We'll have three aviations, a bowl of unsalted cashews, and an extremely large decanter of distilled mineral water for the table. I want a Rob Roy. Three aviations. And if you don't mind my saying, Mr. Ishihara... I thought you were marvelous in Bridge on the River Kwai. Thank you, darling. Thank you. I don't mind at all. That was Sezu Hayakawa. Tell him. Tell him that was Sezu Hayakawa. I'll be right back with your order. Domo Arigato, darling. You were never in that picture. Sweetie, I've been in so many pictures, it's simply impossible to keep track. Fun fact. Sezu Hayakawa was the first male sex symbol in Hollywood. I should know. I've had them all, and I don't mean symbolically. No, you haven't. Charlie, are you hearing this absolute bull twaddle? Gee, it must be so exciting working with all those superstars in the big city. Nothing exciting ever happens round here. What about the revolution? Oh, yeah. It's true, Charlie. I've worked with the greatest stars in the biz. I've moved in the highest echelons of society. And yet, coming home today, I can't help but feel like that geeky little theater nerd again, lost for words in front of the captain of the football team. Oh, someone get me a bucket. Kenzo, don't be daft. I mean it, Charlie. If I'd have known when I was a teenager that one day I'd be having drinks and cashews with Charlie Legaspi, why, I'd just die. I'd simply die. Would you anyway? Oh, Kenzo, that's so sweet of you to say. Isn't it just? Yeah, well, Charlie and I have dinner together every night. And we share a bed. What? Well, my dad's in the middle. Oh, well, that explains... What? We're sort of between houses right now, so we're bunking with Gabriel until we get our living arrangements sorted. I see. 
Charlie, I had no idea you were living in such squalid conditions. My house is not squalid. We're all right, really. Gabriel... He's helping out as best he can, bless his heart. But let's face it, he's just a small town zero without a nickel to his name. It's high time someone richer, better connected, and far more attractive take over. Kenzo, I don't want any charity. Charity? Who said anything about charity? You'll work, Charlie. You'll work like you've never worked before. Charlie Legaspi, I'm going to make you a star. What? And for your acting debut, I want you to star opposite me in the play I'm doing right here in Dinderwald. You want me to... opposite you? I don't know what to say. Here you are! Three aviations, a bowl of... Bertie, I'm gonna star opposite Kenzo in his new play. Well, fiddle-dee-dee! You're going to star in a play, and I'm going to go on Clog the Ice Machine. Did you hear that, Gabriel? I'm gonna be a star. I'll earn enough money to get a place of my own, and I won't need to bunk with you anymore. Isn't that great? <laughs> a whoopee. And it's all thanks to Kenzo. I'll drink to that. In fact, forget the aviations. What say we go back to mine and pop a bottle of champagne? Real champagne? Not the Ripple and 7-Up Minerva drinks. The real deal. Well, come on, let's go. Just a moment. Charlie, aren't you being a bit hasty? Perhaps we ought to go home and discuss this. What's there to discuss? This is a great opportunity for me. Don't you think I should take it? What about us? By which, of course, I mean, what about finding the prince? I thought we were meant to be a team. I'm sure I'll have time for that too. Won't I, Kenzo? Of course you will. I have time for all sorts of hobbies. Did I mention I once played golf with Irving Thalberg? That is it. I am out of here. Are you coming, Charlie? Come on, co-star. Your future awaits. Sorry, Gabriel. I'll see you later. Let's go, Kenzo. But... But Catch you later, Gadriel. It's Gabriel! Get back here, you... you... Oh, this is terrible! Well, it gets worse! Your bill, gratuity not included... You can say that again. Oh... I have never washed a dish in my life. Well, then you're in for a treat. Tonight you're doing a thousand of them. You there, when you're done washing those pots, you can help him dry. Ye vool here, commandant! Minerva? Gabriel! Boy, am I glad to see you! Ah, oh, the two deadbeat diners know each other. Will there be no gabbin tonight? Just clean dishes and raw blood-soaked hands. Happy scrubbing! If I didn't owe him 285 bucks, I'd pap him right on the chin. 285 dollars? What in Hades did you order? I asked him to bring out his best bottle of whiskey, which I thought was Papa Otis's tooth-dissolving corn whiskey, not a 62-year-old bottle of malt scotch. What are you in for? You'd think if you were having drinks with a famous actor, he'd pick up the tab. But no, Kenzo stuck me for it, the p- 
penny-pinching prick. Kenzo? You don't mean Kenzo Ishihara? Oh, no. Don't tell me you've got Kenzo mania, too. Who, me? Of a Kenzo? Don't make me gag up my cartoonishly expensive single malt. Listen, I went to high school with that weirdo and brother. The stories I could tell. Then sing, sister, sing. Well, when I was in high school, I was head cheerleader. I ruled that school with an iron grip. And Charlie, too, I imagine. What with him being the dreamy captain of the football team. What I mean is... Charlie, that meathead was too nice for his own good. I said to him, you can't go around being nice to dweebs and long hairs. It's just not done by people of our social standing. Imagine if people saw me palling round with Becky Bumble, Queen of the Ferengis. Didn't she recently get named Time Woman of the Year for her contributions to astrophysics? Yeah, what a geek. Minerva, what does any of this have to do with Kenzo? I'm getting there. Kenzo was the biggest musical theatre nerd of them all. He was president of the Glee Club, the Thespian Society, and vice cello in the Marvin Hamlish Tribute Orchestra. He once had a fit in the auditorium because I talked over his rendition of the theme from Ice Castles. He called me a loud mouth, so I clapped him one across the gums. Of course, he started crying when who should come to the rescue but Mr. Goody Two-Shoes himself. Do you mean Charlie? Of course, it all makes sense now. Charlie's single act of kindness touched Kenzo so deeply that it drove him to wild, deranged obsession. Minerva, we've got to save Charlie. Save Charlie? From what? Kenzo has lured Charlie back to his room with promises of stardom and cheap champagne. Doesn't it make you sick to your stomach? The kind I drink certainly does. Now, where do you suppose Kenzo's staying? Think, Minerva, what's the most upscale hotel Dindawald has to offer? Well, for my money, it's the S.O. Motor Lodge just off the I-90. The presidential suite has a vibrating mattress. Right. We'll check there last, and we'll start down the high street. Now, come on. We can escape through the back door. A Waldorf Astoria and a Ritz-Carlton in town, and they rarely are in the S.O. Motor Lodge. Unbelievable. These bushes are ripping my good nylons. Quiet. We don't want that sinister brute Kenzo knowing we're here. Look, he's opening the window. Quick, let's duck under it. Come by the window, Charlie. The night air is simply divine. I think I've set the mattress off again. Gee, these are some real fancy digs. I wish Gabriel were here to see it. Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel. You must have mentioned him ten times since we got here. Don't you have any self-respect at all? What's that supposed to mean? Ten times? Minerva, he's mentioned me ten times. Yeah, whoop-dee-doo. Can we go now? I'm missing Barnaby Jones. You're the revolutionary hero. You're the golden boy. But all you ever go on about is Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel. You don't understand. I bungled everything up. Gabriel... I don't want to hear that name again. The Charlie I knew in high school never played second fiddle to anyone. Well, I'm not in high school anymore. 
Everything's changed. Then it looks like I got here just in time. You want to be someone again? Then come back with me. What? Come back with me to the big city. <gasps> Did you hear that, Minerva? He wants to take Charlie away from us. Get riddance. Why didn't I think of it before? Why stop at Dinderwald Community Theater? After your run here, you'll play opposite me in another show and another and another. Why, by the time I'm done with you, you'll be the biggest star since Kenzo Ishihara. Me? A big city celebrity? Do you think I've got what it takes? Oh, God, yes. All you need's a flashy tux, a hip hairdo, and a couple of painful cosmetic procedures, and you're a shoo-in for the Saturn Awards. Hey, I know a guy who can get you to six foot three if you let him break your shins and stretch him out like pizza dough. What? I don't know about that. Charlie, if you want to be a star, you'd better start looking like one. How am I meant to do that? Well, let me tell you. It's not enough to be healthy, wealthy, wise. Not without a couple of Betty Davis eyes. You surely are incomplete without Greta Garbo's feet. If you want to go far, then glamorize. No, it's not enough to get heaps and heaps of praise. You need, says a high cow, and is dark and brooding. Gays. Cary Grant has a dishy grin and a butt on his chin. That's the only important thing these days. No, it's not enough just to land a swinging gig. Think of Barbara Stanwyck and fasten on that wig. Just imitate Fred Astaire. Scrape back your receding hair. Now you're ready to go and make it big. No, it's not enough to have rollicking adventures. Not without the clickety-clack of Mae West's dentures. Gabby Hazy was gosh darn cute as a toothless old coot. Just imagine the way that Gabby Frenches. So, Charlie, now do you see what it takes to be a celebrity? Sure do, Kenzo. Talent, hard work, and a go-getter attitude. With thinking like that, you can go get your unemployment check. What are you, some kind of a nitwit? Shall I guess again? Shut up, Charlie, and listen. No, it's not enough to be witty and well-bred. You need Edna Mae Oliver's elongated head. If you're looking to make a splash, paint on Charlie Chaplin's stash. Whoops-a-daisy, ignore what I just said. So we've got to the end of this long and boring spiel. If you don't know the actors, then you're a real schlemiel. If you don't want to be lowbrow, go Google them now. I'm feeling westward going to the land where stars are glowing. Watch out, world, we're bound for Hollywood. Hey, Minerva. 
Did you hear his stupid song? Well, it's no ice castles, but it's got a good message. What are you even talking about? Well, Charlie, I think this calls for champagne, don't you? I'll just pop the cork here. Oh, my nose! Who's there? Gabriel? Yes, it's me. Open the door. Come on, Minerva. I'm coming. Don't let them in, Charlie. They should be arrested for prowling. Really, Charlie? You're going to let us stand out here in the cold? Anaknang Weteng, Gabriel, Minerva, what are you two doing here? Obviously trying to rescue you from Dr. Frankenstein over there. Joan Crawford's nostrils and Abe Vagoda's toes. Charlie, you don't really believe all this junk about making you a star, do you? It's preposterous. What's so preposterous about it? You're not an actor, Charlie, and you're certainly not a big city show-off. You're just a sweet country yokel in dungarees who chews on yellow straw. You think I'm just some dumb hick who'll get swallowed up by the big city, don't you? The big city doesn't deserve you. Yeah, well, neither does Dinderwald. What? You're the leader of the revolution. No, Gabriel, you're the leader of the revolution. And I'm second fiddle because I loused everything up. Well, it's up to you now. I've got better things ahead of me. Now, if you'll excuse us... Kenzo and I have some champagne to guzzle down. Charlie! You heard him. Beat it! But, Minerva, say something! Marvin Hamlish wasn't an egot! He was an Egypt! Oh, oh, you Philistine! You boorish provincial rube! That'll do it! Oh! Kenzo! Oh, my nose! She broke my nose! Comfort me, Charlie! There, there, Kenzo. There, there. I got it in the nose, too, by your stupid champagne cork. Charlie, what about my comfort? Charlie, Charlie! We now take a break from going lowbrow to bring you a word from our sponsors. Oh boy, do I love my new Henderson's food processor, now with rust-proof titanium blades. How does it work? Let's have a look at the instruction manual, shall we? Step one, under absolutely no circumstance should... Yo, I don't have time to read all this. I'm sure one of these buttons will... Is there a doctor in the house? No, I will not go to Henderson's community clinic. I'd sooner bleed to death than... Introducing Henderson's prepaid funeral plans. Pay today, die the Henderson's way. You G-E-N-D-E-R-S-O-N apostrophe S. We now return to Going Lowbrow, created by Jake Rosario and Eddie Gray. As we check back on Prince Gabriel, it's the opening night of the show, but Gabriel doesn't seem very excited at all. It's a rainy evening, and he's sitting by the living room window, watching the raindrops fall against the glass. In his hand is an old brass locket. Could it be the one Charlie gave him? Let's listen. 
Oh. Oh. Gabriel, I can't take it anymore. You've been moping about for days now. All you do is sit by that windowsill sighing and harumphing. And as a concerned mother, I've got to ask you to shut the hell up. And what's with that ugly brass locket you keep fingering? What? This? It's nothing. Nothing my eye. There's a photo of a young woman and baby in there. Gabriel, don't tell me you've got a secret family stashed away somewhere. Oh, no. I'm not a grandmother, am I? What'll it do to my reputation as a young, vivacious kid? I don't know, Mother. Perhaps the same thing your Denny's senior discount does to it. Now, if you must know, it's a... A picture of Charlie and his mother. Oh, so it's Charlie you're moping about. What? No. What do I care what Charlie does? What do I care that I haven't seen him for two whole weeks because he's too busy rehearsing with Kenzo, brunching with Kenzo, ribbon-cutting with Kenzo? What do I care if Kenzo's going to whisk Charlie away and make him a star and I'll never see him again? That's the spirit, Gabriel. Don't be disheartened just because he's in the show and you're not. After all, the business of show is the most vulgar business of all. Anyway, wish me luck. I've got a part in the show. <sighs> all right, Breaker. What? You've got a part in the show? Isn't it thrilling? I play the wife of a slain baronet. I'm one of the chief suspects in his murder investigation. It's a very important part. Much bigger than Louis. I can't believe you got a part in the... Louis in it too! Did someone say my name? Lily, get your hat on. The play's in less than an hour. Uh, you go on ahead, Madge. I'm just going to run through my lines one last time. Whatever for? I skimmed through my lines the day I got the script, and I never needed to look at it again. Oh, yeah? What's your first line, then? It's easy. It's, uh... uh Oh, I don't have time for these trick questions. I've got hair and makeup in 15. I'll see you at the theatre, Louis. Goodbye, Gabriel, dear. And don't worry, I won't forget you when I'm famous. This is ridiculous. How could that incompetent dipstick and a brainless boob like you get cast in the show, but not me? Well, that's just the way the ball bounces, ain't it? Well, nuts to that. I'm not going to be the only one left out. But how am I going to... Gabriel, why are you looking at me with that glint in your eye? Now listen, Gabriel. I know I'm an handsome man and all. Shut up, you dunce. By which I mean, Louis, my dearest chum. You don't want to be in that lousy stinker of a play, do you? Uh, I don't? Hey, wait a minute. You're just trying to steal my part. Well, it's not happening. Sharing the stage with my son is going to be the proudest moment of my life. And I'm not going to change my mind for anything under 20 bucks. Here's 30. Ha! Joke's on you. I'd have done it for 10. Here's the script. I'm off to Bertie's. Idiot. All right, here's my chance. If I can just wow the critics with my performance, maybe I'll be scouted by some big-shot producer and Charlie and I can go to the big city together. Right then, let's have a look at this script. Hmm, Mother was right. Lewis' role is a bit unsubstantial. Where's that red pen? I'm sure they won't mind if I make a few harmless adjustments. 
people places the curtains going up <laughs> the baronet sir jeffrey thistlethorpe has been slain but who among you is the murderer i inspector gregoire de lacroix shall unravel the mystery now which one of you is the baronet's wife i say which one of you is his wife Madge, that's you. Oh, um, Line. I am. No, you're not. You're the detective. <laughs> Lady Thistlethorpe, you are the chief suspect in my investigation. What do you have to say for yourself? Line. Never mind. There are other suspects to interview, thank God. Now, which one of you could have stabbed the baronet with this long dagger? Could it have been you, the dagger-wielding maniac, Theodore Stabby Longdagger? How dare you accuse me of stabbing? Oh, just listen to the hatefulness oozing from his voice. I am a hateful, hateful man, but you'll never catch me out. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, moving on. Perhaps the baronet was killed by his mistress, the French opera sensation, Madame Catherine Baudelaire. Bunch you a flatfoot, Camatelli Savalis. Minerva, you said you could do the right accent. You're lucky it's the right language, amigo. Ha ha ha, this is probably a good time to break for tea. Lady Thistlethorpe, ring for the servant. Lady Thi- Oh, forget it. I'll ring for myself. Oh, here he comes now. Look, everyone. It's grimy. The gnarled, half-witted, cockney servant of the Thistlethorpes. Salutations to all. <laughs> what on earth? Yes, it is I, P. Aloysius Grimesborough Fourth. Oh, grimy to my friends. Gabriel, what are you doing here? And what's with a pipe and deerstalker? You're meant to be a servant, you nitwit. Perhaps in the first draft. Yes, I admit I was once a humble, low-down servant. But after an extreme and unspecified life-changing event, I abandoned domestic servitude and took up the proud mantle of super sleuth. I'm here to solve the mystery. Are you mad? There can only be one super sleuth per mystery. And I think we all know who the real super sleuth is, don't we? Oh, I just remembered my line. I am! Oh, thank you, thank you! That's it, this play is over, you're all fired! Shut the curtain, Sam! Sam, shut the curtains! Kenzo! You're not firing me as well, are you? Charlie, you are without a doubt the worst actor I've ever worked with. And I was in a movie with Ryan O'Neill. Goodbye. Well, he's gone. What do we do now? Don't you worry, Charlie. Sam, open the curtains. My name's Larry, you pricks. 
Gabriel, what are you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there has been a slight alteration in the cast. The part of Inspector Delacroix will now be played by our very own Charlie Legaspi. Give him a hand, folks. <laughs> Me? Oh, I couldn't. Gabriel? I don't think this is a good idea. The next scene is... Nonsense, nonsense. The audience loves him. Don't you, folks? <laughs> but the next scene... All right, I'll do it. Knock him dead, Charlie. Okay, you have it your own way. I, Inspector Delacroix, accuse Stabby Longdagger of murder. I didn't do it. Yes, you did. Say that one more time and I'll stab you like I stabbed the baronet. Stay back, Longdagger, or I shall strike you with my baton. Oh, so it's a fight. You're after. Put him up, Delacroix. Minerva, what is he doing? I was trying to tell you this entire scene is just the inspector and Stabby. You mean this keeps going? For the next 25 minutes. I'm going for a smoke break. Call me after Charlie throws the dagger across the room and hits himself in the back. Good God. Stupid Charlie, stupid show business, stupid... Gabriel, wait! Oh, great. There you are. You suddenly disappeared. The play's over, Charlie. I'm going home. But there's an after-party. Gabriel, the show is a great success. It's got everyone raving. You go on without me, Charlie. It was you they were raving about anyway. I was good, weren't I? It was a singular performance, to be sure. You know, there was a big city producer in the audience. He came up to me after curtain. He wants me to star in his next picture. Yes, I overheard. Apparently, I'm Dinderwald's answer to the clumps. Charlie, we're both getting soaked. You go on to your party. I'll see you when you... I said no. What? Why? I thought you wanted to be a big city celebrity. For a moment, I thought so too. Kenzo got in my head. He made me feel like such a washout, you know? Like the dumb, popular kid who ended up a great big failure. And when he said he'd take me to the big city and make me a star, I leapt at the chance without even thinking. I don't want to be an actor. You don't? Nah. What do you want to do? Right now? I want to go to that party and dance my arse off. Don't make me do it alone. Oh no, I don't dance. I once had to learn a quadrille for my cousin's debutante ball, and my partner's still a 15 on the Glasgow coma scale. Give over, it's easy. Here I'll teach you. Teach me? Out here in the rain? Come on, I'll lead. You will not. If anyone's leading around here, it's going to be... You've got to come in closer than that. Here, I'm going to put my hand on the crook of your back and pull you in, all right? Well, OK. I guess... Oh, boy! You really are leading, aren't you? One, two, three. One, two, three. You're getting it! One, two... Oh, Sorry, I stepped on it, didn't I? Oh, it's Cousin Violet's cotillion all over again. Right. You're ready as you'll ever be. Uh, come on, we're late as it is. Come on. Oh, very well. Come on. Charlie, if you pull at me any harder, you'll dislocate something. And you're holding my hand. Sorry. I didn't say stop. Now, where is this after party being held anyway? Right in here. Ooh, look who's back for more dishes. Frankie, fetch the rubber gloves. 
No! You have been listening to Going Lowbrow, created by Jake Rosario and Eddie Gray. For more information, visit goinglowbrow.com. This has been Chester A. Littlefield speaking. Kisses!